Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Makes the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are here to discuss the offseason. What the Panthers added, what we might have lost. And we know the offseason isn't quite over yet, but most of the major player movement, coaching, hires, all that stuff, it's done. Um, we'll talk a little later in the podcast about maybe some things the Panthers could do to fill out the roster, but... Uh, Ultimately, I think we're in a good spot to talk about everything that's happened so far. Um, next week, we'll have a, a training camp preview. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think we're we're ready to talk about what the Panthers have done so far and how we feel about the team right now. Yeah, and training camp's right around the corner. I'm very excited. You know, we actually finally get to do something besides just talk about the future. It'll actually start occurring so, yeah, the future let's is start now. it off. <laughs> the future is now. <laughs> or, you know, the future is in the future, and this is for this year and this year yes. only. And by the way, um, we, we already had to start this podcast once and stop, but uh, Jerry did mention in, in our last podcast that you'll never hear um, that Jerry and I are going to training camp on August 2nd. So if you guys see us out there, stop by and say hey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're ready to talk about it. Uh, we're going to start off talking about the coaching staff because it is quite different on the whole from what it was Huge last overhaul. Yeah, and and quite overhaul. a few positions I really like the improvement on. I like almost every... I, in fact, I think I do like every coach now more than I liked the coach that was in place last year. I feel like every coaching position has improved. Yes. But I, w- I wouldn't necessarily you say... You wouldn't say you like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like them better than I liked what was in place last year. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Um, Do I like so... this heart garbage trash? Or would I like a McDonald's cheeseburger? <laughs> mm, I mean, yeah. one's none better. Of them's, none of them is very appetizing, <laughs> but at least one is edible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, one of them's not going to kill you. Um, all right. We'll start off with the biggest one. Uh, offensive coordinator. Panthers get Ben McAdoo, uh, former head coach, which is going to mm-hmm. be a theme in these uh, these coaching hires. Um, you know, McAdoo was a very successful offensive coordinator with the Giants, uh, then became their head coach, was less successful as a head coach, uh, but not terrible, honestly. I mean, he made some decisions that were not very highly regarded within New York, yeah, uh, benching Eli Manning and got him fired. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah, and it w- really was a stupid decision. It really was. Really, Geno was Smith, a, really? Bad. I mean, he's good enough for Seattle, but come on. The Giants? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Drew Locke is probably going to beat him out in Seattle. So that's that's <laughs> Geno Smith. That's all you need to know. But yeah, um, I truly do believe that that was probably the reason he was fired. I mean, on-the-field performance wasn't great either, but I think – Making that decision certainly helped him out the door. Uh, he has not, I don't think he's been an offensive coordinator. I think he's been like a special assistant. Yeah, he really you know, has been in the league. I teams. mean, those are, yeah, yeah nothing yeah. <clears throat> significant. Yeah, but I do believe he is an upgrade over Joe Brady. Um, he's certainly a veteran presence on the coaching staff that I think Matt Rule needed. Absolutely. Matt Rule needs somebody to kind of let him know the NFL. 
I feel like that was one of Matt Rule's biggest issues. I mean, besides not being an NFL coach, just he needs somebody to guide him because I think his old way of doing things from the college wasn't working. And that's just from what I'm seeing on the field. A lot of his mistakes have been consistently going over and over again, like the time adjustments. Again, Mm -hmm. the first quarter, I felt like we led a lot of the games, but second quarter, there was no adjustments. A lot of the same penalties, bad red zones, stuff like that just never improved. And this was both years he's been here, Mm -hmm. not there. So getting that, you know, veteran NFL coaching staff here, maybe they'll help. Hey, you need to start focusing in on this a little bit more. Yeah, and I hope that Matt Rule is seeking that advice from those guys, you know, and not only Ben McAdoo, but a couple other guys we'll be talking about here in a minute that have been former head coaches, have been in the league a long time. Um, he would, if he's smart, and I think Matt Rule is smart. You know, sometimes oh, I don't yeah. think he's a very good. I don't think he's a very good football coach sometimes, but I think he is a smart guy, and I think he can learn. So I'm hoping that he is taking the good lessons from Ben McAdoo because I think Ben McAdoo also has some very. Um, Maybe not so great lessons that he could also teach. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I'm hoping that that uh, that that works out. But uh, yeah, I like Ben McAdoo's system. Again, as an offensive coordinator with the Giants, he was very successful. Successful enough to get a head coaching job. Yeah, so, absolutely. I don't know how different the offense is going to look from what it was with Joe Brady. I mean, ultimately, Matt Rule is an offensive coach, and I think a lot of the system is going to be Matt Rule's, but. Um, you know, it seems like he is giving McAdoo a lot of leeway with the offense. So, you know, just based on what we've been hearing in press conferences and things like that. So, uh, I like the hire. Um, I he wasn't at the top of either our of our lists, but they could have made a worse decision. They really could have. And, and not top of our list, but I mean, he may have been the top of the list that actually was willing to come, and that that's what yeah. you have to really focus in Matt rules on the hottest seat in the NFL. I don't see a coach hotter seat than his. So a lot of coaches would not want to come here. I mean, point blank. Mm -hmm. Would you want to go to a job where it's probably one and done unless you get the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, if you had other options for more stable situations or newer head coaches coming in where you know, you're going to have a couple of years, um, yeah, certainly. I think that had a lot to do with it. But as we'll see through some of these other coaches, they also got some really good, you yeah. know, high quality guys. Um, and we'll head on to the next one here. The uh, offensive line coach will keep it on offense. Uh, James Campen and Robert Kugler. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of focus on James Campen as he is the more senior and more highly respected of the two. Um, spent 15 years with the Packers. And a decade as their offensive line coach. This was a position that, as every Panthers fan knows, or a position group, I should say, as every Panther fan knows, was a disaster last year. I absolutely love Campen, his hire. Um, I think I would have been very excited even year one or not. I'm actually scared mm-hmm. that if the season goes bad, we're going to lose him. Because I have feeling he's going to re- greatly improve this offensive line. Mm-hmm. Even if it's doesn't translate to a lot more wins. I think 
will be able to see it. Yes, there's a lot more players, which we'll get into. But man, having that veteran guy that has put together good offensive lines in the past, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. And Pat Meyer, who was the offensive line coach, is he with um, the Steelers now, right? I'm not sure. I think that's where he is. But um, yeah, it just... It was just, uh, you know, and I don't know if I don't know if you can put it all up, Pat Meyer. The personnel was pretty bad. Oh, the bad. personnel bad. Yeah. <laughs> pretty bad. Um, but getting new personnel in here, higher quality guys, and a guy like Campen, who, again, is very widely respected, had a lot of success in Green Bay. Uh, just a win-win. Yeah. And he's worked with Baker Mayfield, so he may know his some of his verbiage already. That is true. Yep. Uh, moving on over to the defense, a uh, couple of really good hires here. Paul Pasqualoni and Steve Wilkes back as a Panthers coach. Uh, that's a D-line and secondary coaches, respectively. Uh, really like the Steve Wilkes hire. I thought that was pretty inspired. Again, another former head coach um, uh, with Arizona. Of course, a former uh defensive coach with the Panthers coordinator and I believe he was also the secondary coach before he was the he was he went secondary coach to defensive coordinator and then one year at defensive coordinator got the head coach job at Arizona I like the hire I do worry a little bit that he was more of his own scheme guy and this is more it seems like more of a man coverage guy but he's a great coach and I I don't doubt he's going to improve those guys and they were already good last year, so they were. And and again, we're going to get into the players here in a minute. But that you know that position is not quite as deep as it was last year, um, especially after the Gilmore trade. Uh, but I think at the at the top end, it's still very very good. Um, you know, Horn and and Jackson are very good players. So um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I think Steve Wilkes is probably going to be able to, you know alter his scheme to the talent because we know that horn is a man-to-man guy right i mean that's where he excels so and i think he's he's our number one corner i think he's better than dante um so i yeah i would expect to see more more man-to-man but um a d-line coach he's gonna have his work cut out for him uh pascalonia is because this d-line i is not as talented as it was last year in my opinion i think it's the one part of the team that is less talented would you agree uh i would say the defense overall is less talented i mean that may be jumping out on but secondary i mean let's go into it our departures here um there's no more coaches that we had uh there there is there is there's uh special teams oh sorry chris chris tabor and i like that so yeah yeah excellent excellent coach um, you know, with the Bears for a long time, replacing Chase Blackburn, who neither of us could even believe that he was retained after Ron Rivera left. I mean, that was yeah. insane. And and the and the, the special teams was never good under Chase Blackburn. No, not with Rivera, not with Rule. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. I'm glad I. I hate saying I'm glad he's gone, but I'm glad he's gone. Like I I'm hate people gone. losing yeah. their job and everything, but he wasn't a good offensive coordinator or de- special teams coordinator. 
<laughs> at least here, Tabor has pedigree of having good returners and everything, good special teams. He, in fact, brought in Andre Roberts uh, right away. Good. Yeah. We have a return man. That's it. Yep. Yep. And again, we'll get to him in a minute. Um, that, I believe, are, let's see, I see wide receiver and tight end. Oh, yeah, Kevin Gilbride and Joe Daly as uh, tight end and wide receivers coaches. I'm telling you, like, almost every coach outside of Phil Snow uh, was changed. <laughs> so, again, you know, uh, tight end coach, I like bringing in new blood there because the tight ends have just been, frankly, awful uh, for a long time. And, I know we don't have the highest talent. You like uh, Ian Thomas a little more than I do. But, you know, bringing in a new coach maybe unlocks some of these guys. Uh, wide receiver coach, not too big of a, uh, you And Ben McAdoo will utilize the tight end a lot more than Joe Brady. Joe Brady just seemed yeah. to not really utilize him at all, except for blocking. So, and I think we're going to see a lot more of Ian Thomas and Trimble Mm-hmm. Because of that, I think we're going to see a lot for better more, or worse. Yeah, two tight end sets. <laughs> I think both of those guys are going to. How can I say pleasantly surprise you? They're not going to like, oh my god, Darren Waller. But I think they're well, going to. You know, I have high hopes for Trimble. Um, Ian Thomas, I'm out on. I'm I, I'm shocked that Ian Thomas is still on this team. He has done I nothing. Am, to, I am to, shocked at the price tag they gave him yeah well that's another yeah that between you know being on the team and the price tag kind of go together for me i just can't uh, i didn't understand the signing i didn't understand the money uh i'd have been fine seeing him go and then just lean on tremble let him learn as he goes or, or draft a guy you know there were some guys in the draft we talked about but um yeah so those are the uh the coaching changes uh overall as i said you know Personally, before we started this, I like the head coach or the uh, coaching staff quite a bit more than I liked it last year. There's more talent. Uh, there's more head coaching experience. There's more coaching experience, period. And it, it, it honestly, like if Matt Rule can't succeed with these guys behind him, he's not going to succeed in the NFL. No. And that's kind of where we're sitting at just in general with him. I mean, yeah. it is what it is at this point. Yeah. All right, you want to get over to the uh, the acquisitions and departures from the player side? Yeah, uh, we're not going to go over everyone, just more or less the big names. Mm-hmm. Uh, notable departures, Cam Newton, not returning. I think that's pretty solid at this point. Uh, guard, John Miller, gone. Okay, bye. Matt Paradis, bye. gone. Bye. 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 Uh, Daquan Jones, I thought he played well, but I, I, I like the additions that we made. So I'm not going to say it was bye. a one year deal as well for him. Um, yeah. You know, we kind of expected that he probably wasn't going to stick around. Although I did like the way he played, I, th- I thought he played well. Yeah. Uh, AJ Boye couldn't stay healthy, wasn't really a factor in this team, it felt like. Yeah, he's, he's still out there. Yeah. Um, he's still out there. Stefan Gilmore, as much as I was really excited for him to come here, he didn't play much here. They Yeah, the, he, he... Go ahead. He came in late, 
And this coaching staff, Phil Snow, just didn't seem to really want to put him out there as much as you and I kept complaining during the season mm-hmm. of, you just made this trade. He's probably one of the better in the league. Why are you not playing him? Why, why are you? Put him in man. It's not hard yeah. for him to understand man. But Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it was a few weeks before he even got on the field. Uh, and then it was just spot duty for the first few weeks. And then you know, by the end of the season, spot. he was... Yeah, by the end of the season, he was still really only playing like 40, 50% of the yeah. snaps, it seemed like. So, uh, still made the Pro Bowl. Um, I, I I don't really understand that. Name. But he did. Name. <laughs> Name recognition, I guess. Um, but yeah, he's he... gone to the Colts. And there was, of course, a big... Um, and maybe we can talk about this when we talk about additions, but uh, between, with Panthers fans, at least, there was a big, you know, I wouldn't say fight, but discussion of who they should keep, Gilmore yeah. or Dante. And the money is about the same. And, and Gilmore, to be fair, he played well in those 40% snaps. He, he, he did, did yeah. not he play played, bad. He did real well. Uh, yeah. um, and then we're going to go to our biggest offseason departure, the one that kind of really stings the defense, mm. Hassan Redick. I mean, yeah. him and Brian Burns, I felt like they, especially jumping out of the gate, they were just lightning in a bottle. And then, yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. He um, he really, he provided uh, Burns with something that he has not had, which was, you know, a legitimate force on the other side of the line to free up Burns mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, both of them played really well. They both excelled. The defense overall, I thought, I mean, you know, it was the number two defense in the league, depending on which metric you look at. But, you know, the fact that any metric said that we were the number two defense in the league, I think is a credit to Hassan Reddick, Brian Burns, getting to the quarterback quickly, forcing some bad throws, uh, getting a lot of sacks. I mean, it's a big departure. It really is. And that's kind of the main reason, I say, between him and Daquan Jones, why the off uh, defensive line is just in a kind of a worse position yeah it, it just really kind of sad me that we couldn't bring him back uh like you said it was just a good tandem one two uh i know it was a one-year deal surprise they didn't make more of a push to bring him back to be honest with you it didn't seem like they made any push well it's it's i mean and his deal is not terrible three years 45 million 15 million a year um, I mean, the, the way they did the cap, the Eagles, like he's only a $4 million hit this year and a $6 million hit next year. Like it's, it's really well done. Uh, the Panthers could have done that. Yeah. You know, we got yeah, plenty could've... of cap space. I really don't get it. I don't understand why they let him go. Uh, they had to sign some of these other players here. Let's go to, into <laughs> the, uh, the signings here. Uh, Running back, Deontay Foreman Deontay was Foreman. signed. Uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that change of pace back. Uh, DJ Moore was re-signed or signed an extension, thankfully. Yeah, big, big, uh, um, big signing there. Something that you and I had been begging for since they re-signed uh, or since they extended Robbie Anderson. We thought that yeah. money should have gone to DJ. Uh, and in hindsight, it, it should have. Um, but yeah, love uh, love the DJ Moore signing. Glad that he's going to stick around. Yeah, uh, punter Johnny Hecker. Another we big have a signing, punter? honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
Good. Uh, former, formerly number six. Uh, linebacker Davian Wilson, if he's still on the team after his arrest. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. He's on the team right now, but you never know. Yeah. Like, if he yeah. does anything wrong, he could be gone. Uh, yeah. Corey Littleton, linebacker. I mean, I like that signing. Good yeah. depth. Good depth. Uh, Matt Ionitis, uh, mm-hmm. defensive tackle, trying to separate for uh, replace Daquan Jones. It'll be interesting. Yeah, he's a good player. He's uh, I think he's a little long in the tooth, but he's been around for a while, and uh, I think he. I don't think that that DT spot is going to fall off that much. No, I don't either. Uh, they re-signed Dante Jackson after letting him test the free market. And, mm-hmm. and this is where you were talking about Stefan Gilmore. There were some people. Dante is not Stefan Gilmore. That being said, I get that they wanted to go younger. They felt like J.C. Mm-hmm. Horn's going to be their guy. And Dante's a good number two, in my opinion. And that's... Yeah. He, did, he got paid pretty much like that, too. He wasn't... Yeah, he's not getting twenty million a year. He's not considered one of the top five, you know, corners in the league. But he, I think he's getting what he's worth. You know, the mm-hmm. the deal was like eleven million a year or something. It's less than he wanted. Yeah. Um, on in the free market, so I think the market spoke, and I'm glad that he's back. Uh, again, he's a homegrown guy. So you know, we lost Bradbury. We seems like we always lose the homegrown guys, uh, but he's gonna stick around. Yeah, and let's be. Real before his injury, he was playing pretty well too. He's playing I mean, really well, yeah. So, hopefully, he can return to that shape. And with JC Horn, it could be a nice one. And yeah. safety Xavier Woods signed. Love it because besides Jeremy Chin, there's been no safety help. Uh, yeah. Justin Burris. I will discuss later on, but I don't <laughs> think he's a starting caliber. Safety. I think he's more of a backup. Yeah. I think he showed that last year. Yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, Bradley Bozeman, center. Finally building that offensive line. And guard Austin Corbett. I saved those two for last because I felt like Mm -hmm. those are going to help make a big impact. Yeah. I mean, when you think about adding them to Taylor Moten, already one of the top right tackles in the league mm-hmm. uh you know i guess we're gonna have brady christensen at guard left guard mm-hmm. um which he did not play very well at last year but he's gonna be surrounded by much higher talent uh and as we'll get to when we talk about the draft icky at left tackle uh massive upgrade we presume yeah uh, over <laughs> over the guys that were there last year uh and then we still have you know, the, the depth that we signed on day one of free agency last year. So, and which that's again, fine. we'll get, get into here in a minute. Yeah. And I forgot to mention Baker Mayfield. Obviously, we've talked about it last episode. Baker Mayfield, yeah. Trent. Look, we went from a backup quarterback to, and maybe not even a backup quality quarterback at, you know. Now we have starter. a a quality starter. That's, you know, I think he's... He's an yeah. actual NFL caliber starter. I I could say yeah. that compared to Sam Darnold. Yeah, d- whatever you think about Baker Mayfield, like he is he is an NFL quarterback. Like he yeah. he will be an NFL quarterback for a long time. You know, 
Sam Darnold, I, I think he – where would you rank Sam Darnold among backup quarterbacks? See, that's a problem with me because I don't know. Because they're – Sam Darnold has an NFL arm, mm-hmm. NFL physical traits. But I, wrote, I saw someone post, he has a USFL mind. And yeah. I 100% agree with that. I forget. Someone on Twitter, and I apologize, whoever posted that. I don't know who you are right now off the top of my head. That's a perfect example of what Sam Darnold is. He is He can't mentally stay focused. He can't mentally deal with it. He sees ghosts. He's just mm-hmm. He just can't do it. And it's he has the arm talent. His arm yeah. and everything else. He has the physical tra- traits of a great NFL quarterback. He can't put it all together. So, if the Panthers kept Sam Darnold on the roster next year, signed him to like a two-year, ten million dollar quarterback contract to be the backup, like that's his that's his role as the backup. How would you feel about that? I would say five millions. Still too much for him, in my opinion, but because well, you're you could you could get. I think a, he would be one of the higher quality backups. I don't know. I really don't know because he get he goes those games where you're just. I I remember sitting in the end zone and him literally just throwing it straight at the opposing player, while yeah. his guy was wide open. It was like, what are what are you doing? I mean, I know you're well, again. Under we're talking about backups. You know, PJ Walker, straight out of the XFL to a backup quarterback. Like, it feels like once you're past the starters, it's a it's the wild west in terms of backup quarterbacks. You're right. You know, you got guys that are. I mean, Matt Schaub was a backup quarterback until he was like 45 years old or something. I mean, these <laughs> you know, these guys are they're all over the place. They're either yeah. super young rookies or they're you know journeymen that have been on 12 teams and. You know, we saw Fitzpatrick on a new team every year for a long time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, but we digress. Um, Baker Mayfield, the new quarterback, I like it. Uh, he had a press conference. He and Scott Fitter had a press conference. Is Tuesday, I believe. Um, either yesterday or Tuesday. Wednesday or Tuesday. Um, Fitter again reiterated that it was a competition. Blah, blah, blah. Don't know who believes that, but... Uh, and but Baker seemed excited to be here. You know, he talked a little bit about the decision to drop the money, um, so he could get, come here. Um, he s- took the high road. He did not badmouth Cleveland at all. He seemed like an adult to me, the way he was speaking. Um, and honestly, he, he's always kind of seemed like that to me. So, you know, again, when you go through the list of the acquisitions, you know, Baker upgrade. Uh, Deontay Foreman over Chuba upgrade? Well, I think Chuba's going to play too. I think Chuba's going to spell Christian McCaffrey. I think Deontay is more of a power back. And I think that all three will get playing time. I think they're going to lighten Christian McCaffrey's role. And I think short yardage is going to go Deontay and occasional, you know, other plays. But I think the other spell is Chuba's. Chuba played well, in my opinion. With a bad offensive line, no passing game to help him stretch the yeah. field. So, you're right. You know, I mean, and when you look at Chuba's stats, like they they look pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he just never looked good on the field to me. I just never, 
It was because he was always getting again, hit behind right. the line, and yeah. he's getting two, three yards, which should have been a negative one. And that's kind of yeah. the thing. And he never broke out. He's yeah. not Christian McCaffrey by any stretch. Let's, let's... Well, you know, you are. <laughs> but, uh, you and know, think, and just... Go ahead. I was going to say, and I think that's one of our Panther problems is we see the running back position. We've had Stephen Davis. We had D'Angelo, mm-hmm. Jonathan Stewart. You know, we've had these great running backs. We've never really yeah. had bad running backs. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't say Chuba's a bad running back. I don't think you are either. Um, but, you know, with Christian McCaffrey going out, there was there's a noticeable drop-off. Again, yeah. because Christian McCaffrey is one of the best running backs in the league. So, um, But, okay, so Deontay Foreman, you know, n- not really a, uh exact match for Chuba. But uh, Corbett, upgrade. Bozeman, upgrade. Um, Xavier Woods, upgrade. Johnny Hecker, upgrade. Um, Ionitis, push, push maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you've got some, you know, Corey Littleton, Damian Wilson are kind of backups. Um, Dante Jackson is a resign. Uh, DJ Moore's a resign. So overall, upgrades, right? Yeah. They did a for good the job. Part. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really replace Hassan Reddick. Um, but outside of him, if you look at those departures, they they matched, they they upgraded at every position, uh, in my opinion. So, good job on the free agency front, and still plenty of money left. Yeah, I mean, plenty of money, and let's go ahead and talk about that. All right. So, do you want to hit the draft real quick? Oh, I forgot to hit the draft. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk just real quick. I mean, of course, we did draft recaps aplenty, but, um, you know, that is part of the offseason. So, we're going to quickly hit on uh, the draft picks again. Of course, we kind of mentioned Icky a little earlier, but uh, in my opinion, a massive upgrade on that left tackle position. Uh, Really good run blocker already, and we hope he, you know, kind of evolves into a top-tier pass blocker as well. All right, uh, Matt Corral, uh, drafted in the third round, not number 94 overall. QB of the future, question mark? That's a big question mark. Uh, yeah. Depends how this season goes, who the new head coach is, if it doesn't go well. I mean, it, it's a big question. I really yeah. like Matt Corral. I love his accuracy. I love his mobility. I personally really liked him. I, I I saw him as a high second round pick. Um, yeah, I, a lot of people thought he would sneak into the first round. So I really like the pick. I hope if things don't go well, I hope to see him this yeah. season. I mean, I mean, had the Panthers drafted Matt Corral at number six, I'd have been upset. Yeah, we would have felt like it was a reach, but I don't think it would have been like incredibly shocking. You know, I don't think it would have been like, oh, everybody would have been, what a stupid, stupid thing. Like, maybe we would have felt that way. But I don't think, I mean, there was talk that that could happen. I mean, that was out there. I remember when I first started doing our draft profiles, I had three quarterbacks on board mm-hmm. with Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, and Matt Corral. And I was like, these are the three that supposedly the Panthers really like. And are going to look into. And I 
Matt Corral was one. <laughs> he was. Um, just real quick to finish up, uh, Brandon Smith. Uh, Love it. In the fourth round. Yep, linebacker. Um, again, that's a spot that we really needed to add some depth, and we really did between the free agency and the draft. So, um, Amare Barno in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. No, fourth round, right? Or fifth yeah. round. You said fifth round. Fifth round. Uh, again, a guy that's got a lot of uh, elite traits. Needs to put them all together, but uh, we like him. Uh, Cade Mays kind of felt like a steal at guard in the sixth round. Like I could easily see him starting games if Brady doesn't play well. I could easily see it. Yeah. I like or, Cade Mays a lot. Or Deontay Brown and then Corbett maybe slide over to left guard. Not really sure how they're going to play that, but that's what training camp's for. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I think Cade Mays, like, it would not surprise me if he came out of camp as, as the starter. It just would not surprise me. It, the problem is, everything I read about him is, looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Uh, that's all. <laughs> that's what I kept hearing. I, like that. No, I haven't heard that. Yeah. But he looks great. He he should be a great guard, but he, physical, everything, but he just yeah. doesn't seem to put it together. Kind of like the Sam Darnold, except for a guard. So we'll yeah. see. But a six-round pick, great. Great grab. I don't like the Sam Darnold comparison, but... Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, that, I mean, it's he's also a rookie, which hasn't had NFL coaching. He had Tennessee yeah. coaching in. Oh. Put a put a thorn in his paw, and he'll... <laughs> get, he'll get angry. Uh, and then finally, Kalen Barnes, uh, corner, uh, as a last pick. You know, ridiculous speed. Um, probably a practice squad guy, if I had to guess. But, again, not a ton of depth at CB, so he could easily make the team. Okay. Uh, you say that. I think the cornerback uh, position is actually pretty solid. I don't... You have Dante and uh, J.C. Horn as your starters. You're going to have C.J. Henderson, who they trade around a third-round pick and was a top-ten pick two years ago as your third. You had Keith Taylor, who played really well. Rashawn Melvin is still on the team. Rashawn Melvin's still on the team, and he plays well. He's been a starter in the Mm -hmm. league before. So, yeah, Kalen Barnes is there. Um there could be like bottom tier guys, but I don't see them. Any of those other guys really kind of move it unless they bring I in. I mean, I, you know, I, I could see like Stanley Thomas Oliver, not making the team. I can't too. I could see, uh, you know, uh, miles Hartsfield, not making the team. I could see Rashawn Melvin, not making the team. Like I could see these, you know, I could see a spot for him. If, if he plays well in camp, um, C.J. Henderson, that was a that was one, you know. I know that wasn't an off season acquisition, but that's a guy that we brought in via trade during the middle of last season. And disappointing to me, yeah, because yeah, I was hoping to see something from him. Didn't really see anything. Um, what do you expect from him this season, or what do you hope to see from him this season? I hope to see progress because I felt like last year he seemed kind of still like a fish out of water. I think we traded for him like week three or four or something like that. And and he just seemed to never really jump on or grab. And I think this whole offseason, being in the same field stone, I'm hoping he takes a step up. I mean, 
the Panthers really looked at him when they drafted uh oh god who did we draft that year the year before that corner no before JC Horn Derek Brown Derek Brown yeah. fell to us and they grabbed him but otherwise CJ mm-hmm. Henderson really was being looked at by this organization and they really liked him so I'm hoping that he comes out lights a fire and I hope we have a top three corners that are just stalwarts and they can be I think again Dante Jackson I don't see as being a lockdown corner number one guy but I think if you put him at number two or CJ Henderson at number two and they lock him down I think there's a lot of potential of being a great secondary here yeah I mean CJ Henderson he only had one season in Jacksonville Mm -hmm. um I think he was a little hurt or something He, he just didn't play a ton um and then last season with us, he still didn't play much, even with us. Uh, and when he was out there, you know, he got beat a lot. Yeah. He really did. So uh, hopefully they can do something. But again, top 10 pick just two years ago. So he's still very young, still pretty raw. We'll see what uh, Steve Wilkes can do with him. But um, all right. Um, so do you want to kind of look at. The, the position groups and see where the Panthers still need to do some work? Uh, we could quickly kind of do that. I mean, we are at almost 40 minutes right now, so. That's okay. It won't take long. Um, all right, so let's look at receiver. Like, I feel like they could still make an addition at receiver. But then I go look at the free agent list. And, like, Beckham, obviously, <laughs> they're not bringing in Beckham. Um Will Fuller is out there, but is Will Fuller any different than Robbie Anderson? No. Just like a, a less reliable health-wise version of Robbie Anderson? I think, I personally feel like you roll with this group. Um, they brought in Rashard Higgins. I'm not the biggest fan of Rashard Higgins. I think they're looking at Terrace Marshall to take that step up. DJ Moore. I think they hope he will. Stud. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Anderson, they hope he you know falls back. And I like Brandon Zilstra, good, good guy yeah, he's in the locker room. Fine. And then you're gonna have a solid guy, Andre Roberts. You know he's gonna be there for a return man. And then you're gonna have yeah. C.J. Saunders, Shai Smith, Keith Kirkwood. Those guys kind of and those free agent, undrafted free agent guys. They're gonna be f- yeah. fighting it out for the last little roster spots. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them bring in somebody. You know, that could. I just don't. I don't love Robbie Anderson as our number two. They signed up uh, Terrace Marshall. They can't do anything without huh? him. I know. I'm just saying. I don't love him uh, as our number two. I'm hoping Terrace Marshall. Um, I mean, I'd love it. I'd love him. if Marshall. I would love. I mean, that nothing would make me happier because Terrace Marshall was pretty huge disappointment last season yeah, when he, he looks, got playing time. And he he looks so good <laughs> in preseason too. But again, yeah. new offensive coordinator. We'll see if maybe they. He develops better under that because Joe Brady during the season just went away. Didn't even like look his way. And then Sam Darnold didn't look his way either. So, Yeah, true. Um, you know, just looking at the offensive line, I mean, obviously they've done a ton of work on the offensive line. I don't really see any huge holes, at least with the starters. Obviously they can still add depth if they want to. Um, but, you know, they're not going to sign any I mean, of the top guys left Cam- as depth. Cam Irving, Michael Jordan, Pat Elfline, Dennis Daly. 
all of those guys had significant starts last year. A lot of starts. Yeah. So yeah. if they're the backups. Yeah. But, but you know, they weren't very good. No, but they at least, you know, as backups, you could be like, eh. Yeah. I mean, experience does not equal quality, you know. So if they wanted to, I'm just saying, if they if they wanted to add some depth there, it would not hurt my feelings. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, tight end. Um, Ian Thomas. Tight end. They, yeah. they put a lot of money into for some reason. Tommy Trimble was a nice pickup last year during the draft. And then Colin Thompson, good special teamer guy, good blocker. Uh, and Steven Sullivan is a project. I could see them maybe bringing in another tight end, more of a third. There's nobody out there on the free agent list, so they, it would have to be somebody that got cut. Or, yeah, and that's what I'm talking know, something about. Something like that. Yeah. I think that this is our, like even as much as I'd love to upgrade this position, I think that that time has passed. Uh, QB, I mean, they've they've done what they're going to do at QB. Um, running back, I feel good about that group mm-hmm. as well. Um, going to the defense, you know, we talked about the defensive line, uh, edge rusher particularly. There are some pretty high quality edge rushers out there. Yeah. That you know, for as free agents still. Uh, right now, it's Brian Burns and Gross Matos starting on mm-hmm. at end. Uh, Marquise Haynes, uh, Barno, who's lightning fast. Uh, they looked at Carlos Dunlap. I like him. I wouldn't mind bringing him in. Uh, a guy that and apparently, um, just real quick, Fitterer said that they're you know if the money works out, that he is still very much a possibility to sign. So, so. I think him, Trey Flowers. I wouldn't mind, even though he hasn't played past couple years due to injury, but he still has that. You know, he's twenty nine years old, has that ability to play. What am I bringing him in? Upside. Yeah. Yeah, I love a one-year flyer. I'd love it. I mean, that would be, that'd be a good one. Um, you know, JPP's out there. He's getting a little older. Um, not sure why he's still a free agent. Carl Nassib, Tack McKinley. You know, so you're starting to get sort of in that range of guy. You know, we're in July already, so there's not going to be those super <laughs> high-end guys. But, but Trey Flowers um, or Carlos Dunlap, you know, I could easily see happening i do think that that is a spot that should be addressed uh before bringing a veteran guy who's starts. done it before in case gross montos yeah. and marquise haynes that they can't really provide that spark even if it's yeah. spot duty i'm fine bringing out a guy you know 25 percent of the downs that are you know pass you know it, passing downs mm-hmm. if you could get to it there go for it <laughs> yeah agreed uh, and then, uh, you know, defensive tackle, Derek Brown, Ionitis. I feel good about the starters, uh, Davion Nixon and Bravian Roy. And, and they love uh, Davion Nixon from what I've yeah. heard. Yeah. So, and we love that draft pick. And Bravion Roy is a Baylor guy. So, mm. yeah. And Snacks yeah. So, uh, you know. Good nickname. Snacks Hoskins. Yeah, <laughs> Snacks. So, yeah, I mean, I, they're probably not going to make any moves there. Um, didn't see anybody that was super exciting to me uh, on the free agent list. Uh, either so um sheldon richardson i guess you know a potential guy but i feel like he doesn't really improve i, I was gonna say um, Sheldon richardson right. would improve but i don't think the money is gonna be right and he's not gonna want to come yeah. as a rotational guy i don't see and again we gotta think you know some of these guys some of these bigger names that are out there are they gonna want to come to the panthers you know the where espn ranked us 32nd in the which is a rankings. bs ranking I mean, come on complete bs i don't get that at all but you know that 
these guys read that stuff, you know? So, uh, linebacker, I feel okay about our linebackers, but, you know, I mean, we could be starting Frankie Louvu, who, who we love, Frankie Louvu. Um, don't know if I love him as a starting linebacker. Uh, Shaq Thompson, Damian Wilson, and Frankie Louvu are our penciled-in starters. Corey Littleton, Brandon Smith, and Julian Stanford. This is where I think we need to improve. I like Frankie Louvu. Yeah. I like Shaq Thompson. I love Brandon Smith pick, but he's raw. Corey Littleton, I like mm. that pickup. But mm-hmm. I feel like I just named four or five guys that are backups right now. Yeah. Minus Shaq Thompson. Yeah. Shaq Thompson's the only guy, linebacker on this team, that I could look at and be like, you're starter right away on most yeah. teams. Legit starter. So yeah. bringing in like an Anthony Barr, someone like that, maybe something that that I would like to see. I know we play a lot of, you know, 4-2, 6 defense, but I mean, I just, I feel like they need to improve that area a little bit more. Since they don't want yeah. to burn I mean, drop- Jamie Collins is out there. Donta Hightower's out there. Um, there are some, some quality veterans who are on the other side of their prime that you could bring in as, you know, leadership and depth. Yeah, and that's kind of what I... There's I want a starter here. I feel like Damian Wilson, he hasn't played well. I, I like, went back and kind yeah. of watched some of his tape and watched, you know, looked at his PFF grades and stuff. He doesn't yeah. look good when I, what I saw. At least Frankie Louvu last yeah. year, every time he came out, like, run plays, you know, getting to the quarterback, he jumped out like, okay, this guy might have something. Yeah, and let me just be very clear before we start getting comments about how much I hate Frankie Louvu. I do not hate oh, no, Frankie no. Louvu. I love Frankie Louvu. I just wonder if Frankie Louvu is better as an energy guy off the bench. You know, and not not a starter. I agree, because there are guys like that. Um, uh, real quick, uh, safety. I think we have addressed safety pretty well. Um, again, if they want to add depth, I'm fine with that. Uh, it's just corner. Quick question: you know, Is Justin Burr still yeah. on this team? I thought he was a free agent. He is still he is still listed on the uh, on the depth oh. chart. Okay, that was my question because I wouldn't yeah. mind maybe looking at another safety just. I still think Jeremy Chin should go down into the box more. I think that he's such more of a dynamic player as a linebacker. But I digress. (laughs) I agree, and I hope that we see him more uh, in more versatile spots. But um, corner, we we talked about corner Mm -hmm. kind of uh, exhaustively. And you look at special teams. I mean, I feel really good about our special teams, honestly. I mean, Johnny Hecker, huge upgraded punk punter zane gonzalez we fell in love with last yeah, year hopefully he um, looks as good as he did last year i do think they need to bring in a kicker during the training camp for just slight competition and to keep rest his leg yeah most teams yeah. do and i'm sure the panthers will uh and then andre roberts talked about you know really nice upgraded return yeah. man something the panthers have not had in a long he, time he's listed at a wider receiver but let's be real He's a return man. That's that's his job. Yeah. That's why he's been in the NFL for as long as he has, and he knows it, and yep. he's good at it. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, anything else you want to hit before we sign off? Uh, no, not really. I'm just I'm really worried about that linebacker core. 
that's just me. Yeah. I I like linebackers, I guess, a little bit more, but it just it feels really weak to me. I feel like I said Shaq Thompson is the only starter. I have really high hopes for Brandon Smith. I really like him, but I hope yeah. we don't have to rush him out there. But he's a rookie. He's yeah. a fifth so, round I mean, pick. What, you know, he's not. What can we expect from him this season? You know, I think you know, temper our expectations, yeah. right? Um, but in the future, we hope he develops into something for sure. He's got again, he's got the elite traits. He's just got to put everything Correct. together. Yeah, I feel like he's got to get get a little bit nastier because his biggest weakness yeah. is run stuffing the run. He's better at pass defense, but he has the physical tr- traits to be able to be a great run stuffer. He just needs to learn how to get his nose in there and knock him out. Easier said than done, as I would I, I would be probably... <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Again, we are not professional football players. Uh, but, you know, we're trying to be the voice of the yeah. fans here. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, all right, I think that's all right, do we it. want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at Podcast. If you like have any questions or comments you can email us at mailbag at mailmixpodcast.com and if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on apple podcast we'll read it on the show we'll be back next week to talk training camp we're going to preview training camp and give uh some thoughts and predictions and hopes and dreams so until then everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding (laughs) 